Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 175. It's two. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number 25 from James Warden. The message is three seconds long and comes from the spring of 1990. Let's listen. Hey, man, it's James. Uh, it's two... A question that always comes up with these answering machine messages is where I was when the person called. In this case, since James gives the time of 2 o'clock, one possibility would be the Seminary Co-op Bookstore, which was mentioned in my episode with Bill McLean several weeks back. As Bill noted, it was a paradise for geeks like us. Many have declared it the best academic bookstore in the country, including the owner of the Harvard Bookstore in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Since the store was formed by a maze-like series of tunnels underneath the Chicago Theological Seminary, one could literally get lost browsing. The low ceilings and exposed pipes forced you to frequently duck your head, which made shopping like exploring a cave. Most humanities and social science professors ordered their books through the co-op, so I began shopping there as a first-year undergraduate in 1983. Before buying my first book, I purchased a single co-op share for $10 which entitled you to a 10% discount on books. At the time, prices were written in pencil on the top right corner of the first page, which I am ashamed to admit led to some fraud on my part. Some trickster friend of mine taught me to bring the book you want into the depths of the underground tunnels, where no one else was shopping, and quickly erase the first number from the price, making, for example, an $18 book into an $8 book. I can't remember how many times I did this, but I distinctly remember using this personal discount to buy a Bernard Williams essay collection titled Moral Luck for a class in contemporary ethical theory with Professor Chris Korsgaard. My friend Bill, who also took the class, would never let me forget the unethical nature with which I attained a book for a class in ethics. The Seminary Co-op Bookstore originated in 1961 when 14 students decided to pool their resources in order to buy scholarly books at a discount. A classified ad in the Chicago Maroon from January 1963 reads simply, Browse for books at the Seminary Co-op Bookstore. Co-op rebate prices. CTS Basement. The hours are listed as 12 to 2, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and 7 to 9 p.m. Wednesday. In November of 1983, 
an ad in the Maroon announced a grand opening of the co-op's second bookstore on the corner of Kimbark and 57th, named, logically enough, 57th Street Books. As the ad states, designed with the general reader in mind, 57th Street Books has several sections we have never had space for at the seminary co-op. Mysteries and science fiction, math and computer books. In addition, there is more space for art, music, film, and children's books. In fact, just more space in general. This was putting it mildly. In contrast to the cramped and cavernous seminary basement, 57th Street Books was bright and open. It contained an extensive children's section and a table where people could sit and read newspapers and magazines, making it seem more like a public library than a place of business. I remember spending many hours sitting in the store studying for the GRE using a copy of the Princeton Review test prep. No purchase necessary. They even provided free coffee, tea, and hot cocoa, which had certain risks with unsupervised children running about. One afternoon, I observed a little boy helping himself to hot chocolate, but then proceeding to spill the brown liquid all over several expensive art books on display nearby. I don't recall he was ever asked to pay for the damage, which embodied the laid-back attitude of the place. In 2008, the University of Chicago purchased the Chicago Theological Seminary building, and two years later, it was announced that the bookstore would move one block east to the McGifford House, a former CTS dormitory. Before the move, two UChicago alumni, Jasmine Kwong and Megan Doherty, began a project documenting the co-op's history with photos and interviews. They presented some of their research at the co-op's grand opening of the new location in May 2013, and in 2016 published a beautiful collection of images and essays titled, If You Weren't Looking For It, The Seminary Co-op Bookstore. The new store is above ground and spacious, with 8,000 square feet compared to the 2,800 they had in their basement location. But they have tried to maintain the maze-like quality in the layout of the bookshelves. One incredible thing about the co-op is that despite the devastating impact that Amazon has had on bookstores, it has managed to thrive, albeit with a very unusual business model. The store stocks over 100,000 titles, but less than a third of these are sold in any one year. The co-op has not been profitable since the 1990s. So, in 2019, the bookstore became a not-for-profit, the only one in the country whose mission is simply to sell books. If you want to browse my stacks, 
go to pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.